Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled Book and Podcast. Welcome to my Hope for the Holidays series where I'm giving 21 days of short podcasts to inspire you and motivate you for self-care for your body, mind, relationships, and journey of faith during this Christmas season. Today's podcast is about grief. This is not going to be an all-inclusive podcast regarding this topic, but I wanted to share some very important ideas and concepts that go along with grief if you have experienced the loss of a loved one, either in this calendar year or even perhaps last year. We know um, from scientific research that sometimes the grief journey is a little more intense in the second year of loss. Now, that's not true for all people. People are different. They handle their grief differently. There are so many variables that play into how one grieves the loss of a loved one. But I do want to just share some ideas and concepts with you to normalize what you may be experiencing this time of year. And again, it's not minimizing it, but it's normalizing it. So if you happen to experience these things, you will be able to tell yourself, hey, um, this is part of it. And then you realize that uh, what you're going through uh, is is not making you crazy. It's, It's just part of the grief process. So first, let me say that time doesn't heal. And well-meaning people will tell you that it does, but actually it doesn't. Think about it. Time is neutral. It's what you do with the time you have as you process the journey of grief. And yes, it is a process. You don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden your grief is gone. It's a process that you move through. So it's what you do with the time that allows you to move forward um, and get on, not get on with your life without your loved one in a negative sense, but be able to move forward Uh, with your loved one not here. So you're going to have some triggers. Triggers can be, whether it's the holiday season or not, anything that sort of blindsides you, that makes you think of your loved one, um, and then your emotions kind of catch you off guard. Perhaps it's someone who doesn't know that you've had a loss and you run into them while you're out shopping, and they ask how you know, your spouse is, and perhaps you just weren't expecting that because you thought that maybe everyone knew. Um, Perhaps it's a song that comes on the radio that blindsides you with your emotions, or perhaps it's a holiday tradition. We'll be talking about that in just a minute. But triggers are anything that will catch you off guard during this holiday season. Don't stuff your emotions if uh, you are blindsided by something. Realize that it's part of the grief journey for you to have these triggers that remind you of your loved one. There's no right or wrong way to grieve. And if you've lost a loved one in your family, understand that people, even within your own family, are going to grieve differently. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. You may think to yourself, well, this person ought to be crying more or whatever. 
Um, but know that there are many variables that play into our emotions after we've lost a loved one, and people handle these things differently, and that's okay. The only wrong way to grieve is if you're making poor choices. And by that, I mean um, coping, ways of coping in the short term so you numb your emotions. You don't want to do that. It could be uh, from eating um, you know, sugary uh, desserts and carbs to handle your negative emotions. It could be retail therapy this time of year. That may not be good either because all you're doing is racking up a, um, a bill or a statement. What about alcohol, drugs, or inappropriate relationships? I feel like all these need to be mentioned because we deal with life's hardships um, in ways to numb the pain. That's the only wrong way to grieve is if you're making bad choices. So please don't trouble your trouble by creating an extra layer of problems on your grief experience. Share positive memories about your loved one, whether it's with friends or family. And friends and family, perhaps you know someone who has lost a loved one. Ask them how they're doing. Don't ignore the topic just because you think, oh, I don't want to upset this person. They want to be asked how they're doing. Um, I was very surprised when I lost my parents eight weeks apart that more people didn't ask me how I was doing. I wanted them to ask. Um, so well-meaning people don't want to upset you, but it's fine for you to share positive memories about your loved one who is no longer here. Give yourself permission to cry. We know that when we cry, uh, it actually reduces that cortisol hormone that builds up in our bodies when we're in a time of stress. And this is a major life stressor. Um, so you need to think about um, the extra cortisol that's building up in your body. And here are a couple of ways to combat that. A 15-minute walk will decrease your cortisol level, as does drinking water. And a cry, a two-minute cry, will lower that cortisol level. So by all means, don't suppress your emotions this holiday season. Don't isolate yourself. Now, if you have a day or two where you just don't feel like being around people or doing anything, that's fine. But where it gets to be problematic is if it becomes a pattern. You don't want it to become a pattern. So be on the guard for that. Don't allow grief to become your identity. Don't allow grief to become who you are. I talk about this in my book, Identity Unveiled, Daughter of the King of Kings, and I hope you'll grab a copy on Amazon if you haven't already done so, where a lot of times our life experiences, um, we will assume that as who we are, um, rather than simply allowing it to be our experience. Uh, God never intended for any of our life experiences to become our identity. Another thing to think about this holiday season is to examine your rules and expectations. What do I mean by that? You don't need to follow through with any of the traditions or routines that you had up until this point. If you don't feel like decorating, sending cards out, hosting holiday parties, 
there's no rule that says you have to do that this year in light of the fact of having lost a significant person in your life. You don't need to do any of it. You don't need to put up a tree. You don't need to put in window lights. You don't need to appear to others that things are fine and good. Um, because again, this adds another layer of stress that you really don't need this time of year in light of the fact of having lived through a major life stressor of, of loss. You don't need to send out Christmas cards. Um, it, it can be an off year for you, and that's okay. So don't feel like you have to maintain uh, those rules, those Christmas rules or expectations that you have adhered to for all the years prior to this point. Hold your plans loosely. If you're going to a gathering, let the hostess know that you plan on coming. And even if you do go, it's fine to have an escape route, right? So maybe you feel like driving uh, separately. So if you get there and you just are not in the holiday mood, you tell your host or hostess, hey, I appreciate you including me, but I really think I need to re return home. That's fine. Again, hold your plans loosely. Now, perhaps it would be therapeutic for you this holiday season to write a grief letter to your loved one who's no longer here. Perhaps you'd like to write a letter to God sharing what you're thinking and feeling this holiday season without your loved one. Or perhaps for the members in your family, perhaps you're being uh, directed on what you should and shouldn't be doing this time of year. Perhaps it would be helpful for you to simply write a letter to them explaining that, hey, I know you love me. I know you care for me. I know you have uh, good plans and good intentions for me. But here's what I'm up to and not up to this holiday season. And that's okay, too. It helps clarify to them uh, really what you're thinking and feeling this time of year. Now, remember, small choices have big results. Small choices have big results. So by this, I mean, choose some simple daily behaviors that over time, cumulatively, will benefit you. That would include drinking water, having a diet of lots of vegetables, lean proteins, healthy fats. And why would this be important? Well, when we eat well, our brain produces serotonin. Serotonin is what we need to combat anxiety and depression. And so we really want to be intentional with good water, good food, um, and exercise when you can. Again, 15 minutes of activity will bring down that cortisol level. But doing all three of these things is going to benefit your mind and your body. Now, relationally, have coffee with a friend um, if, you, if you're up to it. Try to distract yourself a little bit. And again, if you're feeling lonely and a little self-focused, when of course um, it's easy to do when you've lost someone, is to be self-focused. I remember feeling this way uh, during the holiday season when I lost my parents. Um, be mindful of who is in your life. Now, I didn't understand grief at all when I lost my parents. 
And so I can remember my emotions being all over the place that first holiday season without my family. But one thing that I did do well and I did do right was focus on who was there. Rather than taking all my mental mental energy and thinking about my loss, I was very intentional about the people who were there. My husband, my children at the time, um, who were part of my holiday season and my gathering um, that time of year in light of the loss that I had. So I hope these pointers will benefit you. Again, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at hopeunveiled at gmail, hopeunveiled at gmail. And remember, um, ask God, pray to Him, be honest with your feelings at this time of loss. And remember, we life offers us a lot of things that we never thought that we would have to endure um, or be on our horizon for our life here on earth. And so life can be very, very hard, and loss is part of that. But know that your Creator, God, is with you every step of the way as you process this grief and are honest with your emotions, uh, with yourself and with Him at this time. So until next time, this is Shireen with the Identity Unveiled book and podcast, Hope for the Holiday Season.